0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Put Cancer Behind You podcast, a series dedicated to helping cancer patients and survivors lead healthy, happy, cancer-free lives. I'm your host, Maria Barnes. Well, happy 2024. We made it to another year, and it promises to be a really big year energetically, with lots of ups and downs and all-arounds. So to weather the storms that are headed our way, I'm going to set my intentions for what I'm going to do in order to keep myself on the high wire. Here's the list of my top five intentions for this year. Number one, I'm going to focus on being passionately creative. Why did I put it that way? Because doing anything passionately is about doing it for the sheer joy of doing it, for the expansive feelings of freedom you get when you express yourself for the inner peace that comes from being confident enough to use the talents, skills, and abilities that you've had sitting dormant inside of you. Passion is what makes life worth living. Life without it, let's face it, it's pretty dull. So ask yourself, what do I really want to do that will bring me joy? What do I want to do that will feed my soul? And then find a way to do it. It may be learning to climb mountains, writing a book, or meeting with friends for coffee. It may be getting a dog and taking walks. It just might be trying out new recipes and sharing great meals with your loved ones. It could be that you've been dreaming of starting your own business. Whatever it is, just do it. Passion is what we came for. It really is. So make it a point to love your life and yourself by stopping all of the thoughts that reinforce how you can't do something or don't have the time or money to do whatever you're dreaming of doing just find a way to make it happen. Creating with passion. That's number one on my list. Number two, I'm going to really work at not judging. We all do it. We're all trained into doing it, and we would all be better off not doing it. We look in the mirror and tell ourselves less than loving things. We think of others and all the things we believe they shouldn't be doing, and we're constantly criticizing ourselves and everything that we see outside in the world. Now, I've been working on managing my mind long enough to know that whatever shows up in this physical world comes from the mind, individually and collectively. And no matter what's out there, we have all had a hand in its creation because nothing's separate. It just seems that way on the surface. Another reason I'm going to focus on not being judgmental is the universal law that says whatever you focus on, whatever you give energy to, is what you get more of. So, To really improve anything in your personal life or to have any impact on what's out in the world, you have to stop with the negative thoughts, beliefs, and emotions that you're projecting from your own mind. If you continue to judge, you strengthen the low vibe frequencies that are going on around you, and that's counterproductive. It just extends what is and changes nothing. That's how we get the same old, same old. Yes, life is full of problems. As soon as you solve one, another arrives on your doorstep. As soon as you resolve this grievance, another grievance pops right up. And it is that way because of the way our minds generally work. We're constantly focused on the negative. Now, I know that none of us were taught this, but we are the creators of our world. And so to have better, we need to consciously take control of what we're putting out there. It's the basic law of attraction. You reap what you sow. The good news is that behind every problem, every grievance you have, the solution is really always there. We're never separate from the solution, but we rarely see it. Why? Because the frequency of the thoughts that create the problem don't exist at the frequency of the solution. They're parallel, but the solution is always on a higher frequency timeline than the one where the problem exists. So, how do you get to the solution quickly, if in fact it's always there? Well, by owning the problem first, that means you accept what you've created and then forgive it. That's called radical acceptance, and what it means is a complete lack of judgment. From there, with the energy block cleared out, you're naturally going to rise to a higher frequency, and that's always going to be where the answer to any problem lies—above the battleground. So get really clear that you're never separate from any solution you seek because everything comes from your mind. The world is, in fact, a reflection of your consciousness, your mind, its actions and beliefs about reality. It plays itself out in front of you, washing over you every single day, and it's manufactured from within your own mind and the collective consciousness of society. But our job isn't to correct society. It's to correct our own contribution to society. When You Stop Judging when you stop broadcasting the low frequencies of those negative thoughts out into the universe, that opens the door to having better because it makes everything neutral. And being neutral, which is being at the zero point from an energy standpoint, well, that's where you can begin to change whatever you don't want more of. It's where you get to reset what's not working for you. By going into the zero point, you get to choose again, whatever it is you want to have in your life. And when a new choice is available to you, that's freedom. When you truly see that you don't have to do what you've always done, you don't have to think what you've always thought, and you don't have to believe everything you've been taught to believe, because many of the things we've all been taught to believe are incorrect. They keep us in fear by causing us to worry. They also cause us to inflict things upon ourselves that really aren't good for us. And it's all that low vibe stuff that you really want to erase from your life. At least I do. So I'll just say that this year, I'm going to consciously focus on not judging anything. I know that if I go into radical acceptance of everything I've created, I can improve the quality of my life, including my health, my wealth, let's face it, the whole enchilada. Every time I look in the mirror, I'm going to see love and light, which is what we all are, but we actually never see it. This year, however, I am going to make it a point to see myself that way. I'm going to accept what I've created and then change my mind so I can up my game. Where my mind goes, so goes my world. And that's why I'm going to work on removing judgment from my life. Number three, I'm going to stop fighting. Now, I'm not someone who fights openly with anyone. But over the years, I've engaged in a few egoic battles where I have ongoing arguments with various people in my mind. At this point, I'm happy to say that I have settled most of them, but there still are a few petty grievances I haven't gotten rid of, and I want to end them because they're always what becomes a little slice of hell for me, where not only do I lose my peace, I even lose my sense of presence. For example, there have been times I've gotten so caught up in these internal battles that I've totally lost touch of my surroundings. I can remember times when I'd be driving for miles and I've arrived at my destination without being able to even remember anything about how I got there, which is kind of crazy. And it's because I was so wound up with the ugly conversation going on inside my head. And of course, those internal conversations are typically the fights I win because the entire thing is coming from me, right? Nobody else is there. It's me, my mind, and my beliefs. I know I do it because some part of me believes I have to win and that the grievance is worth it. When it comes to these fantasy fights, not only do I win, I always feel justified in my judgments. I'm always participating in this figment of my imagination because I want the fight, I want the grievance, and I want to win. And boy, am I tired of that. I know there's a better way, and this year, I'm going to practice letting go of every grievance that's still hanging around my subconscious mind and replace them with love. Will my ego lose anything in the process? Well, If you give up the old grievance, your ego is always going to tell you that you're losing. But the truth is that what you're actually doing is taking the high road by losing your lack of peace. You're not planting seeds of war anymore with that certain person. So you can get to a place of peace where you're able to focus on creating a more loving relationship with that person. This means that in offering up a grievance with a particular person for healing, you're really winning. Not just the fight, you're gaining access to a happier future because you're removing stress, which supports a healthier experience for your body. And isn't that what we as cancer survivors should be doing? Making it a priority to do everything in our power to get healthy and stay healthy? From a spiritual point of view, the truth is that love holds no grievances. And that means that as a being made of love, from love, for love, holding grievances is you using your free will to hide the truth about who you are from yourself. As a result, you suffer because you're disconnected from the truth, which is that you are a loving being. So yes, I am going to put an end to those crazy internal arguments and sow the seeds for a healthier, more loving future. Number four, I'm going to be present-focused and step into my power. If there's one thing I have learned in my life, it's that nothing has a bigger impact on my health than my ability to grasp the power of my mind. As the source of all our power to create, a mind focused on love will bring about miracles, while a mind focused on fear can bring about sickness and death. When I say that I want to step into my power, I mean that I want to focus on it being the dominant vibration for me this year. As eternal spiritual beings, we all have immense power, but we never realize it, and we don't know how to use it. Because of how the universe works, everything, without exception, comes to us only by our individual invitation to it. And when you give something your attention and it becomes your dominant vibration relative to the subject, that's how you ask for what you get. In short, deliberate allowing of a vibration to become dominant is how you manifest whatever shows up. So when I say I'm going to step into my power, I mean two things. First, I'm going to use the present moment to consciously manage the thoughts that show up from my subconscious mind, and let go of anything that's negative and limiting. These low-vibration thoughts just don't serve me. And second, I'm going to use the present moment to consciously focus on thoughts that are positive and take action to bring about the changes that these high-vibe thoughts can manifest for me. The longer I live, the more I see how society gets us to focus on thinking low-vibe thoughts and taking low-vibe actions. Everything here is directing us to focus on our bodies, and much of the time, it's all about how fallible our bodies are. There's always some story out there reporting on death and disease, both of which keep the population living in fear and easy to control, I might add. So, to create a healthy life despite all of this doom and gloom, I'm really going to get focused on being miracle-minded. When you tell yourself that you're not a body, but rather an eternal, powerful spirit having a physical experience you're telling yourself the truth. Spirit, which is energy, is our essence. It's spirit that animates the body. It animates everything. It's spirit that's also always connected to the divine. And when you acknowledge who you really are, you have the ability to work miracles, to see miracles, and to experience miracles. When you acknowledge who you really are, you are stepping into your power. You're raising yourself above the battleground of the ego, and what you've been trained into believing for years. You accomplish this by managing your mind. The body responds to promptings from the mind because it's the source of everything that's manifested. And all the thoughts that we've learned in our life that keep us small, like our fear of death, our fear of aging, our belief that we can't heal ourselves, and the belief that we need magical pills and potions from outside of ourselves to be healthy, All of these are erroneous thoughts, beliefs, and ideas. After two bouts of cancer, I know firsthand that with enough focus, erroneous beliefs can and will create sickness. So I got healthy by focusing on and feeling into love. To stay healthy, I'm committed to holding my consciousness up in the light and love of the one infinite creator. I understand that when you hold your mind in these higher realms, The frequency of your body follows. It just raises up so it gets to be healthy, strong, and fit. And what's true for any of us is that whatever you believe is what will manifest in your physical reality. So it behooves us to stay high vibe and feel our way into miracle-mindedness. And let me tell you, it is a joy to know this. These days, thanks to knowing that, I don't live in fear that my cancer will return because I'm always catching myself when I'm off. I refocus my attention by thinking high-vibe loving thoughts, and I do it quickly because I understand that the frequency of love is way higher than the frequency of fear, which is what creates disease. So this year, I'm even more resolved to step into my power and stay high-vibe, stay positive, and live life with hopeful expectation and excitement. That means I'll be creative, love how I spend my time, and love who I spend my time with. I'll step into my power by being authentic and speaking the truth in the kindest way possible. I'll be compassionate to those in need. I'll continue to make each day important because I know that every moment's important. It's all my creation, and I'm determined to correct the errors that I made and climb higher in frequency. This year is the year I acknowledge my mission to step into my power and be the loving individual who came to help humanity and Mother Earth. So, here's my last intention. Number five, I will choose peace. 2024 is going to be a doozy. We already know that. And every time I'm tempted to dive into low-frequency thoughts, I will quickly reframe my mind by accepting what is. I will do this because when I do, anything that bothers me stops immediately being a threat to me, and it will no longer cause me to lose my peace. I know that emotions like anger, frustration, and impatience come from fear, fear of something overwhelming you, fear of something controlling you, fear of something harming you, or fear of something making you look bad. It's fear of something causing you to doubt your own vision of yourself, and most importantly, it's fear of being powerless. When you choose peace instead of any form of fear, you can turn that around and bring yourself into a place of profound connection with all that is. And that's where you connect with your inner strength. Strength and light are one. They're part of source. And taking yourself into that space is what brings you peace and love and joy. It's not that everyone and everything around you changes. It's that whatever's going on doesn't threaten you anymore. You can just be neutral and observe, knowing that everyone else has their own guidance and is here to learn their own lessons in their own time and space. Everyone rests ultimately in the arms of God, and it's not my job to control everything on this planet. It's my job to manage myself. So this year, with a focus on being peaceful, I'm going to go out into my day and be grateful. I'm going to go out and be happy. I'm going to enjoy myself no matter what. I'm going to breathe deeply and be thankful I could walk again, because when I had cancer the second time, that was difficult. I'm going to choose peace in every instance and check myself because I understand that I don't have the big picture and I really don't know what anything is for. I'm going to have faith that by going inside and focusing on connecting with love, I will have peace and I will have good health and everything else that makes life worth living. This year, I will choose peace and be relaxed. I will look with better eyes and make it a point to see the beauty in everyone. I will forgive and offer love to the world. And I will use this true vision to create miracles and walk in peace. So that's it for my intentions. Whatever yours are, I'm wishing you love, joy, and peace. God bless and keep you. Let's go forth. And together, let's create a very powerful, very positive 2024. Thank you for listening to Put Cancer Behind You with Maria Barnes so you won't miss a single episode. We hope you'll follow our program on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite pod platforms. And be sure to visit us at mariabarnes.net, on Facebook at Put Cancer Behind You, on Twitter at PCBY01, or on Instagram at Maria Barnes pcby. Also, you can help us grow our audience by leaving a thoughtful review. Remember, If you or someone you know is in need of cancer coaching, Maria is here to help. We'll see you next time. Copyright 2024, Maria Barnes, LLC. All rights reserved.